We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Starting the stream up. With breaking news, um, number one, the Knicks got absolutely embarrassed tonight, one hundred eight to eighty two, but that wasn't even the news. The news was was that the front office came out with a uh, surprising, to say the least, press conference to uh, note their displeasure with the team, with yep. the play of the team, with the lack of effort, with the lack of consistency. And Jay Ellis, I don't know any way other way you can slice it, but David Fisdale has been put on notice. That that's all I can say about it, bro. David Fisdale has been put on notice, man. Give me give me your takes before we get into this debacle, uh, embarrassing night, man. Duh, it's, it's, you know when, you know what? I compare this to like uh, when a crisis happens in the United States of America. <laughs> And a, we're, we're in a crisis situation. Yeah, right you know, like something blows up or a mass shooting happens and the president comes out and he, like, states his purpose to try to, like, let the masses know that we there's leadership here and that we're aware of the situation. I kind of feel like that's what happened today just now. Like, yeah. they, were, they were just kind of just making it known. Like, we are aware of the situation, uh, you know, and we are here to set things right. It's not a good sign, bro. And and we're going to write this ship sooner or later, and it is what it is. So that could mean that coach could be on notice. That could mean he's on notice. I think they're. I think they're all on notice. I think they're all on notice. If there was a tweet be from Bondi, I believe earlier tonight uh, when the games were starting to get out of hand. Listen, let's be honest. The game was out of hand from the first quarter. Um, Mm -hmm. We were we were absolutely embarrassed. Uh, we had Colin Sexton out there looking like somebody on on uh, Twitter said he he was out there looking like Terrell Brandon. I mean, he was just destroying us. Um, this this team just just played with us the whole night. They, and they said at one point all three guys Dolan, Perry, and Mills left the court and, and did not return. So clearly there was some things said, 
And as as we noted, um, Perry and Mills were the first to come to the podium to yep. express their displeasure with the team through the first 10 games. Mm-hmm. He's on notice, bro. Fizz, Fizz is on notice, man. There's, there's no other way around it. I mean, and, and it's even more telling. This was the game that, that you feared was going to happen coming off of the Dallas game. You know, such a such a um, you know great effort by the team, a tough, resilient group. Obviously, the KP storylines was a great win. You just didn't know what type of effort they were going to give tonight. You know, it's one thing to lose, but it's another thing to get absolutely embarrassed. I mean, bro, they were getting, they were losing by thirty to this Cavaliers team tonight. Thirty, bro. It's weird. It's very weird to see the Jekyll and Hyde thing. It's weird to not give 100% effort on your garden floor when you just Can't had such that. a big game. Like, Can't you just think, are they scared? And even if you are, like, tight because you're playing at the garden, then why is that energy not transferred at least on the defensive end at yeah. least? Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're going to play tight because maybe we're booing too much or something, at least hustle on defense nah. and give it 100% effort the whole time. Like, of course, they did their whole fake comeback thing for, like, a, a – I, I wasn't I wasn't buying that. They were done. Yeah, nobody was. They were done, bro. Go bad. Mm-hmm. Listen, they were done. Um, Sexton was running amok out there. They once again had leakers all over the place off of the misses, off of the turnovers. Um, 27 points off of turnovers tonight. Yeah. 27 yeah. points off of turnovers. 21 turnovers tonight. 21 turn. We had five turnovers in five the first five minutes. First of the game. five minutes of the game, we have five turnovers. It, it's just, and this is why these guys are here at the podium tonight. Because to me, it's not even about the wins or the losses. It's how you lose, bro. You yeah. understand? It's how yeah. you lose. You can't come in. This is John Beeline, first year NBA, very experienced coach, period. You know, give credit. He's a very respectable coach at the college ranks. This guy comes in, okay, he has a new team. He has young players. He has a young team. His his MO is defense. They they swarm on defense. They give effort. They're more prepared. You cannot that looks bad on Fizz, bro. There's no other way around it. You you can't have a brand new coach with a fairly new team come in. And out coach and be more prepared than our team, bro. Can't can't do it. Can't do it on the road. And and we're at home supposed to be protecting our house. That's you just can't have that happen. Yeah, man, you just can't have that happen, man. And it's like, listen, like there's some fundamental things that are wrong with this team from the jump. Uh, we need an offense. We need easier points first and foremost. Like, I know the 17 turnovers are bad, but it just seems like when we do score, we work hard for these buckets, dog. Yeah, like we doing. Randall doing one on one, spinning off double teams off one foot to the weak side. <laughs> one foot. Yeah, like Marcus Morris. Like I'll, he Marcus Morris has the most potential, but sometimes he gets a little tunnel vision as well. Yes. Um, there's a, there's been, especially in the in the first few quarters, I feel like he passed up a, a lot of open, easy three point jumpers from Knox and and Frank who were open, is and and Frank who was really really good on Friday was passive today only four only four shots um but it, it was a it's so much wrong it's team. a lot man it, it's a lot and as you it's said it it was just the inconsistent play and frank was the hero friday night didn't have it tonight 
you know, Sexton outplayed him. He overplayed him. Offensively, he didn't give us much. You know, and, and, and again, that's a problem when you don't have yet an established um, point guard on this team just yet. We, do, we don't have that yet. And so you're going to have these letdown games. RJ, you know, another tough game tonight for RJ. I, I think that, and, and then again, when you're looking at the Cavs, and they have Sexton getting in and out of the paint. You have Garland getting in and out of the paint. Yeah, Kevin and, Porter shredding us in the paint. And 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 Tack was saying this, and and I, I don't feel like they they did not run the offense through the point guard. No. Like that's one thing too. They they run offense through the wings and through Randall through and Randall and Mars. Like there still needs to be a lot more pick and roll. I feel like from the guard position in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like Frank didn't shoot, but Frank. He usually gets his shots off of off of double teams from Randall and, and he makes his move right. on there, but he wasn't even kicking out the ball like that. They was I, kind of, I feel like they was kind of passing the ball to each other a little bit, and that was about it. Right? Yeah, Randall was. A, I mean, twenty and seventeen, but that was probably the worst twenty and seventeen you ever seen, man. Yeah, that, that was the worst twenty and seventeen you ever seen, ugly. man. It was ugly, and it yeah. took a while for him to wake up on defense as well. I feel like Randall was disinterested yeah. in the first quarter of, at playing defense. I feel like Frank was guarding two people. Like, yeah, <laughs> every, it, every it was I, ugly, man. It, everything, everybody just seemed like it was in mud. Like, I give Knox a little bit of credit for trying to wake up after he was playing horrible defense. Right. Cooking them. Oh, everybody was getting cooked. I mean, you know, people in the chat saying Sexton is a dog. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, um, undersell him right now. He, he's a he's a good player, man. He's definitely improving. Um but he was again. We were just getting embarrassed on yeah, our man. home floor, and like Clyde, Clyde came out and said, "You know, this team just has no fire and desire at home." Yeah, man, can't just, can't do it, bro. Can't do it. This is not we. We expect more in New York, man. Listen, we expect a lot more. There was a lot of lip service in preseason and all this dog talk, and then we come out here and this happens. It's frustrating. Man. It's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. Again, I understand where we are. I understand it's a rebuild. But it's one thing to be rebuilding and lose a tough game, but it's another thing to just just come out like that, to just come out like dogs, not yeah, not man. the not the good dogs, not the you good know what dogs. I mean, the the the, the sad yeah. dogs, yes, that the, one. the stray dogs, you know yeah. what I mean, the dogs that you pick up at the pound, like word, you know that's that, that that's just what it is. Like you can't come out with that terrible of an effort after coming out. Um, from Friday's game, you just can't do it. And I also think once again, um, you know, the the lack of interior defense. Once again, we we need another rim protector, bro. That's a, that's a, yes. We need another rim protector. It's not just because Mitch wasn't here, um, and Taj does was what he can, but we need another uh, uh, definitive, another solid rim protector because we we're just getting embarrassed. We're getting embarrassed at this point. Yeah, man. Like the, it's 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 bad all the way around, man. We need more defenders. We need a rim protector. We need an offensive system that works. We need to stop working so hard for the simplest points. Like, it yeah. seems like the only time we had a chance, you know, a chance of scoring is if they missed the basket or we got a turnover. And then we got Randall going downhill and maybe we was able to score that way. Yep. But other than that, it was just really hard. It's, it's always hard, man. It's always hard. And like I said, these guys, the, the Cavs were getting into the paint with ease. With ease and and you know they had nobody that was scaring you at rim protection with Tristan Thompson. 
Tristan nope. Thompson not scaring you. Mr. Kardashian, he's not scaring you. And it's just like we still could not get any sort of dribble penetration going that would have just made the offense a lot easier. We always make it harder on ourselves. They turn around, score much easier. We come back and try to play hero ball, trying to catch up. It's always that repeat cycle, and we get in trouble that way. Yeah, man. And it's funny because I thought, I thought this might be a game that RJ can show up because, you know, RJ is a big dude. Yeah. And these guys, they feature two guys who are six feet and under, and RJ is so physical. I thought this would be a game that he can kind of, like, cause some problems by either just taking it to the hole or at least driving and kicking. And those two fouls early took him out, took him out the rhythm. He's been struggling for a minute too. He, he didn't have it. He yeah, didn't have it tonight, man. I don't know if it's a rookie roll coming soon, but we might see a lot more ISO a lot sooner. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was necessarily the the rookie wall. I think Breen had a good point. Maybe it's the fact that he's just not hitting his free throws, man. Like another night, oh for two tonight from the stripe. You know, maybe he's just a little bit gun shy now because he just has no. He, I think he's lost a little bit of confidence, mm-hmm. um, um, in in his shot overall in his free throw game. I think he lost a little bit of confidence there. Oh, that's a fact, because I mean, he wasn't even this bad in college. At least in college, he was in the 60, 60% range. Right now, he's, what, what is he, 45% from three, which is like Shaq. That's like Shaq numbers right there, man. That's 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 horrible for a guard. I'm, I love RJ, but man, you got to get out of your own head and get it together, though. This is... Yeah, it's, it's getting ugly, man. Talented as you are getting to that line, you need to you need to hit get those free throws. <laughs> did you did you hear the hit your free throw chance going on at MSG at one point, man? That's how bad it got. You know, you know when the garden sort of tunes out, then they start entertaining themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they started with the hit your free throw chance going when when Randall was at the line. So Jesus, it, it, it's it's getting ugly, man. It's, it's getting ugly. ugly. Fizz came to the press conference. Um, you know, again, he he he's taking full responsibility for what's happening. He looks worn out. Yeah, he, he looks worn out. Fizz looks terrible. He looks he, he definitely he's feeling the pressure. He he feels like uh he's stressed. And um I don't know. I'm not sure where this goes from here, you know what I mean? Because obviously the roster is a clunky fit, but it's on him to to put the right pieces in place and and also hold guys accountable. We should not be still seeing Julius Randle uh bringing the ball up when he's nah. when he's prone to turnovers. They need to be able to cut that down and get him in better uh, uh, areas to succeed on on the court. Yeah, the only thing I've seen from Julius is he, he's not he's not doing as many post ups. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, he's not moving as many post ups. Thank God. I feel like they're trying to do a little bit more with Morris right now. I, I feel like Fizz is starting to trust him more, but we still need something else. We I still we he still need more guard play. He still need to, more pick and roll from the guards, man. In general, yeah, more pick and rolls from the guards, man. Basic, basic fundamentals. Shout out Dallas and Mingo. Basic fundamentals, and then that that that's gonna reflect poorly on the coach, man. I think that's that's gonna reflect poorly on the coach. So, interesting night. Interesting, man. Interesting. I don't know night, bro. what's the next game. Is the next game on? Th- next on- game is Tuesday. Tuesday. We have. Um, let me check the schedule here. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Let me check the schedule real quick. The next game is Tuesday against Thursday. We got KP, obviously. It's Tuesday. Oh, man, I'm debating if I think Bulls try to make that game, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go to the KP game regardless. Um, 
But yeah, Tuesday against the Bulls, man. Who's going to be looking for uh, revenge against the Bobby Porter scheme? So. <laughs> yeah, that's there. Yeah. Yeah. Right They're going to be out for blood. And it seems like we play better away. I don't know what it is about MSG. We play better away. I don't know. Because they're pressing. They're pressing, yeah. bro. There's a lot of road games where the, the, the animosity and all that's not even that crazy. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. MSG, you get more animosity than you do at Dallas. <laughs> so, so, you know what I mean? They scared, man. They, there's no heart at home, man. They need to find one. They it, can't, it's they getting can't. ugly, man. Yeah, man. It's too, it's too early for this Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. My my concern... See, see, there's a couple things at play here that I'm concerned with. Number one, with DSJ coming back, how, again, this is pressure on Fizz again. How do you integrate him in? You know what I mean? He's going to have to come off the bench... You're going to have to yeah. stay with Frank, but then if Frank is giving you these lopsided, you know, performances, again, pressure on Fizz. Second thing, the schedule. It's not getting any easier, man. And this wasn't, this was supposed to be a game they should have won. They, they, they were, you know, they, they match up well with this team. The schedule's not getting any easier. It's only going to get harder. We're getting into the belly of the beast in a week or two. I, I don't know. I'm not sure, man. I don't know how Fizz survives this, bro. This could get ugly, man. It's gonna get ugly because because now the pressure is is being driven from the top. Yeah, pressure's being dribbled is is uh being driven from the top, and and Julie's Julie's been feeling the pressure since day one. So I don't know. Oh, I yeah. don't know what he's gonna do. I don't know what he's gonna do uh, after this, man. But, Play defense. Uh, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. Play some defense, man. I felt like he was trying in the second half, but I need that from the jump, dog. Like, y'all, y'all, Knicks are playing one game and getting too comfortable. Though. It's mm-hmm. not that mm-hmm. sweet. They're not that good, dog. Like, come on, man. Give effort from the from the tip. I want to see some effort, Tough. man. I, now, want some effort. I don't want to hear nobody criticizing nobody for for booing no more after watching. Yeah, this, yeah. Um, salute to everybody in the chat. Alex Collins says, uh, Mike Miller interim. That's what I was afraid of. You know, not afraid, but when they made that move, I was like, it could be his replacement coming up. Yep. Could be his replacement coming up. And like, and like I said, um, you know, was that an organizational move or was that a fizz move? How much say did he have in it? I'm very curious to see, uh, how that works out. Whew. Very curious to see how that works out. But let's let's get to the phones, man. The people want to talk. Um, salute to everybody in the chat once again. I didn't even get into my opener, JLs. We had to get right into the breaking news, man. So once again, here we go. This is post game live. Yeah. Sunday night, Knicks. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man JLs from Nick of Time Show is back after missing an historic win. Comes back for this. You come back for this, JLs. Yo, man. I never come. Yo, I'm not coming to Sunday games anymore. I'm sorry, CP. I'm sorry, I'm not coming to Sunday games. Nah. Yeah, man, you, you can't come back for Sunday games, man. Um, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Um, real quick, I want to salute the super chats that came in. Michael Parker sent us a super chat. He said, I was wrong for assuming that Fizz had had until the All-Star break. I honestly think these next five games will determine the coach's fate. Marcus, that guy, Jones, says, uh, how would the offense look with a different with another coach? Well, we'll see. We don't we, that we don't know. Uh, he says no overreaction. But what's the over under win loss total for Fizz this year? Before you would say maybe he has to go, taking into account our current roster. I see. I'm not even sure if it's win loss more than again Mills and Perry. While they did come out and say yeah, they have confidence in him, 
Um, they want to see consistency and improvement, JLs. They kept saying that in the press conference. Yes. Consistency and improvement. It's the way we're losing. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're losing. I mean, it sucks that we're losing. It's the way we're losing. It's the way I mean, we're I, losing. It's like the fourth blowout. Uh, probably. I'm, I haven't it's even counted. Third, it was this one, the the Sacramento one. The, the, what was it like the pissed the pissed like you can't mm-hmm. have four four blowouts in ten games. Not good. Like oh yeah we're we're improving no, you can't have four four blowouts in ten games. Yeah. We need to see improvement. We need to see fight. We need to see that that New York mentality that we're gonna, we're going to fight and keep going no matter what. You can't come into New York City and lay an egg on a Sunday after that. Can't do game it. In Dallas, you can't do can't that. Do it. You just seem like you just don't care. Can't can't do it. Uh, Al Marshall sends us a super chat. He says, "Fizz." He says he's to blame in New York. He got no patience. The pace, the spacing is is poor. If it's so, he's got to go. <laughs> Body bricks Portis with bricks on his feet. Damn yo! I told Bobby. y'all about Bobby. I said it on the show Friday night. Somebody in the chat was like, "Yo, don't sleep on Bobby's performance." I was like, "Yeah, talk to me on Sunday." Oh man. Talk to me on Sunday about everybody, man, because I, like I said, I, I expected a letdown, but not this bad. This is bad, man. Jesus. Uh, once again, salute to Xander for the super chat as well. All right, here we go. Brian from West Virginia is up. Uh, Brian, how you feeling, man? Yo, <clears throat> they ruined my Sunday night. Oof. It's rough, man. They yeah. ruined my Sunday night. Yeah, man. It's terrible, man. Hello? Yeah, yeah, we here. We here. Yo, they ruined that Sunday night, man. Terrible. Yeah. It, it, it's terrible, man. Terrible. So, 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 what is, what is the answer? Do we get rid of Fizz and start all over? With somebody, Mike Miller? Nobody knows who Mike Miller can coach. Nobody knows. They they keep giving him credit for the G League. Like, nobody that's knows. That's G League, man. I don't, <laughs> this ain't the, this ain't the NBA ain't the G League, man. So, I, I have no clue. I, right, I have right. no clue. Do, do we want to do that? I mean, I'd be leery too, but it's this is that's just what it is, man. You 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 do have to still see improvement and see consistent effort, yeah, because that's coaching. Yeah, that's definitely coaching. That's definitely coaching. So so I'm I'm gonna say this: Can I pay, can we page DSJ? Well, he, he's gonna be on the way, man. And pre- appreciate can the we call, page man. DSJ? DSJ's going to be on the way, but he, he's going to have to show improvement. And it's going to, I don't know, he's got to come in slowly, J. Ellis. I think yeah, this, this would have been a good time to put him in the G League for right now and let him get it back in shape. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, man. I would, yo, personally, I would not bring DSJ into this mess. Not right now. It's going to get ugly. I would, like, I would definitely put him in G League right now because this is this is a mess. If y'all looking for DSJ to save us, nah. Nah. Like, Nah, get get his feet wet, get his, his engine going first, let him run around in G League just to get, you know, mm-hmm. at, at least at this point, you can say it's to get him in shape. Right. And to prepare him. Yeah, and at least they like, have a good excuse right now. Right. It's not like an embarrassment thing, like, oh, he's not playing well. Like, no, he hasn't played. He, we're, we're, we're working him back in. At least he can do that right now. And, and on a PR, from a PR standpoint, it's not going to look crazy. Right. So I, I agree with you. Put him in the G League right now, just and, and then work his way back up. So it's not just that much more pressure for DSJ to start hitting jump shots and getting the team going and saying, "Oh, we need DSJ to win." Nah, let's not do that. 
It's getting, getting ugly, man. It's getting ugly. Um, back to the phones. Carlos from Jersey. What's going on, Carlos? How you feeling tonight, man? What's going on? Thank you guys for taking my call. No um, problem, man. Yeah, Fisdale. Why was he brought here? To develop young players, but I can't believe that he's not doing that. I mean, that was a great game from Neil Kina, you know, in Dallas, but I, I look at uh, Kenny Atkinson, what he's doing in Brooklyn, and other young players you know, coaches, what they're doing for young players. Why was this guy brought in here? <laughs> Why? Yo, I feel like they're getting in their own way. Like, I, f- I feel like the young players are developing, but the veterans are getting in their way right now. I, I, I can agree with that. And I can definitely it, agree with that. Because they're, they're running more things through the veterans because they have more, you know, experience and stuff. But I feel like the veterans are only looking for veterans right now. They're not even looking for the young guy. As well, much. well, you know what? Sean Shepard, and shout out to Sean Shepard out in Cali. He made a good point. I don't think necessarily things is they're getting in the way. They just don't make the team that much better. You know what I'm saying? They have yeah. solid individual performances, but it's it's not in a way that, that lifts up the overall team and makes the young players better. I think, I think that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying, saying the same thing in a different yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, like you said, they're getting in the way. They're getting in the way. Yeah, because if Morris is, like I said, the stuff that I, the passes I've seen Morris throw today, I mean they were, they were to more to Randall, you know what I'm saying, and like they were in pick and roll through Randall, so we're in pick and roll through some of these younger guys and get them developed. Like I've seen them take steps, but I don't know, share the responsibility a little bit more, especially after the game that was happening on Friday. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan. I don't know. <laughs> That's it's all tough. It's tough. And no no defense in the first quarter of this game. And in Dallas, that's what really that's what gave us the whole game right that's there. What propelled so the intensity from the get-go needs to be better. The intensity from the get-go has to be better. And, and again, that's on the coach, man. That, yeah. That's on the coach. Appreciate the call, Carlos. That, that, that's on the coach, man. That there's no way around it. Yeah. There's no way around it. Like, I don't understand. Why are we not getting up for these games? Like, Allegedly, we had a good practice this morning. Allegedly, like, but that trend that turned into this. How? Mm. How? I don't like. It's my birthday weekend, dog. I'll be chilling with my girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> like, I had, yeah. I had to come in for this. Yeah, this is crazy. I, I, I mean, it was, it was just a comedy of errors tonight. I think um, they they bricked a ton of shots, man. They bricked a ton of shots. Wide open looks. They were bricking. The, again, the effort on the defensive end was just lax. And then again, you get into the hero bowl, you get into the isolation bowl. It, it, it's just a formula for disaster. The free throws, once again, um, I believe they were 18 for 27 tonight. They were 16 to 25, 64% from the strike. Conversely, the Cavs were 90% from the strike. 29% from three, too. 29%. I mean, yeah, 29% from three. Can't win that way. No. You just can't win that way. Can't win that way at all. Um, Max is up next. Max from the Bronx. What's up, Max? Uh, CP, JLS. What's good, man? How you feeling, bro? Um, okay, let me get into it, right? The biggest mismatch of today's game wasn't the players. It was the coaching. John Beeline, he's been a good coach for 20-something years. You know, sometimes people aren't meant to be head coaches. You know, I you know I have 
I look at Grizzlies Twitter, right? Because, you know, Grizzlies fans kind of comment on Knicks stuff, too. Mm. They said mm. this is the same shit they were talking about when they were the coach. You know, Fisdale's a really nice guy. He seems like a great guy. His wife, you know, is pretty and this and that. That shit has nothing to do with basketball. He's not a good coach, man. They, they do dribble handoffs the whole game. The whole game. They don't even run pick and roll. How do you not run pick and roll in today's NBA? Yeah. Who doesn't know that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Julius Randle got to be the dumbest basketball player alive. Unless we're talking about Bobby Porter. So, yeah, two <laughs> basketball players on the same freaking team that do uh. dumb stuff all the time. Julius Randle looks off Frank every time. He does. Yeah. He literally he does. yeah. doesn't he give does. the guy the ball. He does. He did. They like, freeze him. You know what I'm saying? They freeze him out. Mm-hmm. They freeze him out. Mm-hmm. And I, what, what, one thing, too, everybody talks about James Dolan all day. I never had a problem with him, to be honest with you, because he's just the owner. I'm happy James Dolan was there today because James Dolan would have been – James Dolan's like me. He's like, what is this shit? Who, who comes out in the hole like this? I bet you if they would have got blown out in Dallas and they, they pull out this, he would have been fired. He's lucky. Hey, might be they right. Yeah. Somebody, I mean, did really Somebody did say that. Somebody did say that, that uh, the Dallas game bought him some time. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's lucky. And let me tell you something. Everyone's talking about Mike Miller. Mike Miller has an offensive system. They were actually good in the G League. They were like, like I think they were like the number one seed in the G League. Yeah, the G League, the G League. But Fristel is a fraud, man. He's a fraud. Mm. It's okay. You made a mistake. Now correct the mistake <laughs> and get rid of him. All right, That's right. it. Appreciate it's the done. call, Max. Appreciate it. Nate from Rochester is up, man. Nate, how you feeling tonight, man? How you feeling, yeah. Nate? What's up, guys? I'm all right. Just another day. <laughs> just, just another day, man. But, uh, yeah, um, I think we're kind of looking too deep into this game. Like, you can just look at the box score. I know it's like one way they ever say you have to actually watch the game. The box score really tells it all. The Cavs shot 90% from the free throw line, and we shot 64. That's it. And our front court, especially, they, two of nine from Kevin Knox, two of ten from Bobby Portis, two of six from, uh, Todd Gibson, three of twelve from Marcus Morris. That's not going to do it. That's just that's just bad shooting all around. And the crazy thing is, the Cavs didn't even shoot that well either. Like 108 points isn't a lot in today's NBA. Like we just shot like just terribly. Yeah. And like, man, like a lot of that comes down to roster construction, and especially on the defensive end, uh, Kevin Knox especially, and um, Bobby yes. Portis are getting burnt in the second half. When we made that little comeback in the fourth quarter, we kind of lost it. Plus, you can throw Chira in there, too. But, like, yeah, man, it's like there's not really much to look at with this game. There's bad roster construction. I mean, I understand the roster construction. I'll tell you that. I understand the roster construction, Nate, but it's a lot of teams that we're getting washed up by that's under the same roster construction. Maybe they have a bit of better pieces that fit. Yeah, but also tonight was all to me. Tonight was also about fire and desire, like Clyde yep. said, man. Like we did not attack. Like I mean, you got that. I, I, our guards just were not attacking. You had Ju- Julius is not the guy that you want attacking from the top of the key, trying to make something happen for the team. Can I you know respond I mean? to that yeah, last yeah. point about the fire and desire? Yeah, good. It's you know what's crazy. I really don't understand how. I guess like yeah, we can go by the result, 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we got blown out, and, like, they were killing us. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know what's going on in that locker room. We don't know how, like, the players feel. I'm sure they wanted to win. Julius sure. Randle looked like he wanted to win in the third quarter. He definitely wasn't the reason why we lost. He looked like he wanted to win was the, the reason why we even had a chance at a comeback. <laughs> I'm Not, sure. Like, it's like, I don't get it, man. Like, Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't like, doubt how do we Julius know what these is, players feel? We, I don't doubt his effort, but like. I doubt his effort. I, I, see, I think, I think a lot of it with him is IQ. I don't necessarily think it's necessarily like defense, you know, the defensive lapses that he has. He doesn't finish plays. You, you know what I mean? Not, or not keeping your hands down and not getting on the yeah. boards when you should. I think a lot of it is, it's just acumen, awareness, and IQ, but. I don't know, Nate, man. They just, they did not have it tonight. Like, they I th- had I think no our fire team, tonight, you know what? man. I think our team just sucks. Like, that's really what it is. Like, that's all. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're just looking into deep, like, maybe it's just that simple. I I hear you, man. I hear you, bro. Appreciate it. <laughs> you all searching for answers, dog. I that's it, it, man. We're just we searching for answers, man. You all searching. You all asking why. Nate, Nate kept it, Nate boiled it down to one thing, JLs. We're just trash. We just trash. I think I think we need to just start looking at it that simple. Yeah, man. That's 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 what it is. Yeah, you know what? The, you know, I look all I analyzed the analytics all day, CP. And when you know what I realized after I looked at the numbers, we trash. Yeah, we're trash. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. That that is it, man. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, Q from Brooklyn mentioned the ten game thing, and that's the same thing that that Steve Mills came Perfect. out with. Uh, after ten games, they they made a statement, man. Q, what what do you think about this tonight, man? Well, I'll tell you this: the tenth game is coming, man. It's coming strong. But I I'll tell you this: to be honest, Fizz, you know, Fizz owned up in a press conference, and he said, "Well, you know, this is on me." You damn right, it's on you, because as a coach, the team is supposed to be ready. You know, how many games have we seen this team come in and come in flat? Like, yeah. what is he doing? Where's, where's the hoorah? Where's the – but and remember when Fizz first came, he was like, we're going to protect the garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people ain't just going to walk in here and just do whatever they want. Well, Fizz, I'm still waiting to see that, man. It's like he's like a deadbeat dad. You send at the window and the dude is telling you he's going to show up. <laughs> he ain't and he never coming shows up. Oh, he ain't coming over, man. He's not. I'm, I'm coming, man. man. And that and and that's my problem. You could say the roster's constructed wrong. You can say we need a point guard. You can say any of that, which everybody's right about. But he can't even get this team ready. Like who? Beeline comes in and these guys are running like dogs. Yeah, and they got two point guards yeah. in the backcourt. You, you can't you can't tell so, me talent wise this team is thirty points better than the Knicks. No, man. I'm sorry, no. I know it's basketball. I know basketball yes. is a game of runs. You can't tell me this Cavaliers team. LeBron James wasn't coming out that door. You know oh. what I'm saying? Kyrie Irving oh, wasn't walking wasn't. through that door. Like we just beat the we just beat Dallas. You, you can't <laughs> tell me this team was thirty points better than us tonight on our home well, court. Well, Kristen, that, Kristen that's, Thompson no. did walk through the door, and nobody refused. Everybody refused to box him out like yeah. he was. Moses Malone out there. So it it bothers me that Fizz decides, oh, well, hey, you know, this is on me. And, you know, dude, you just realized this? You know, so something's got to happen, man. He's got to literally find a way to get these guys 
to play hard at home. Of course, right. on the road, you're going to play hard because it's you against the world. Mm-hmm. But at home, protect the garden and the ghost of the garden, man. True story. Come on, man. man. It's like that's the frustrating part, fellas. True story, so, man. Appreciate great the show, of course. Y'all. Appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah. Let's go to let's go to the A. Julian wants to talk about the point guard position. Julian, how you feeling, bro? Bro, this is my problem, bro. We have no identity on offense, bro. Just because we have no point guard, that is the that is the biggest thing right now. I don't even think it's Fizdale because you have to look at the talent. We 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 literally. Okay, like you're saying, comparing our talent to the Cavs' talent, I mean, they still do have Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson. Our veterans are freaking Bobby Portis, Julius Randle. Julius Randle only cares about himself. He's only going out there for his own stats. He's not doing anything for the team. He's only going out there to get his own stats. That's why he looks selfish out there. He's not passing the ball. And for for goodness sake, look at our backcourt. R.J. Barrett, Frank, Nick, Akila. Like, come on, man. We, <laughs> we need better backcourt play, man. That That is our biggest problem. I don't think it's Fisdale. I do think his rotations have been questionable, but when you don't have a legit player that you know that you can put out there and have faith in him to, like, lead the team, the the team has literally zero direction. We have zero direction. That is the biggest problem right now. Direction on the court. We show this gruntle every day. Direction on the court, and I agree with you. And I think we don't have that lead on the court. I think, you know, the the thing is, is that Frank has shown it, but it's not consistent enough. You know what I mean? And then when he defers no, to guys not. like Julius nope. and doesn't get the ball back, exactly, you, you get terrible offense. They no. wasn't passing the ball. Bro, he has to be more aggressive. Yeah. He has to take the game over. When he gets the ball, he has to understand that he needs to make plays almost every time he touches the ball. That's what good point guards in this league do. Mm-hmm. You can't just – you can't – pass the ball and sit in the corner. You got to get the ball and look to make a play every time. That's True what story. the best point guards do. True and I don't story. know if Frank has that ability. I don't know if Dennis Smith has that ability. Like, I know he – Dennis Smith has the ability to take over games from a scoring perspective, but I don't know if he can do it in terms of passing the ball, making teammates better. And defense. Enough to the point where we can be a good enough team. And like, defense. he's more of like a bench score type True. of guy. True. Like, I, I don't know if he has that guy. Appreciate it. Go ahead, Jails. Wait a minute. Nah, I have nothing else to say about that, man. Like, <laughs> uh, like you said, man, the, can you do on the defensive end? I, so, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about this, though. I'm, I'm, I'm really frustrated. The team, like I said earlier, no, no pick and roll from the point guards. They're not even swinging back. They're not even swinging the roll back. They, I feel like Morris and Randall be playing a two man game, and anybody else has got to wait. That's what I saw today. Yeah. <laughs> Too many game from Randall and Morris, and everybody else has to wait. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's about it. We need, we need. I would like for Frank to actually attack sometimes from the top of the key, but right now he relies on kind of secondary movements where he passes the ball and waits to get the ball back to make his move. Yeah, and he wasn't getting the ball back. So if he's not attacking from the, from the point, from the straight up point of attack, that's then the thing. he's not going to get the ball back. And Agreed. That's Tonight. He didn't get the ball back. Agreed. Conversely, Friday night was the complete opposite. Yeah. Friday yeah. night was the complete opposite, man. We we need Friday night. Forget FIBA, Frank. We need Friday night, Frank. Back. Friday night, Frank. Friday night, Frank. <laughs> we need you back, bro. We need you back. Stop free. He needs to be freezing Julius. Yeah. You know I mean, don't yeah. pass it to Julius, man. Sometimes they need to be frozen. But yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. 
Yeah. But, you know, to Julian's point, we, we just need we just need consistent leadership um, on the court from from the point guard position. And, and we're just not getting that, man. Not yeah. not not consistently, you know, not consistently. Yeah, Friday was, like, was a good look from Frank, but um, hasn't been since. always there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Trust hasn't been there. Trust hasn't been there. Um, yeah. So to everybody in the chat, once again, we got over eleven 1, hundred people tuning in to uh, Nick's postgame live. CP from Nick's Fan TV. My man Jay Ellis from Nick at Time Show. This is the number one show for the fans, by the fans. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, if you're a basketball fan, hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Please hit that thumbs up, hit that like button, and please share these videos on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you do your social media, your your debates, your talking. Uh, Please share these videos and and, uh, to support us. Let me salute some super chats in here. Um... Xander says LaMelo to the Knicks will be box office. We got LaMelo Hive starting to chirp up a little bit. There we go. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mr. Bradley sends us a super chat. Mr. Bradley, we appreciate it. Um, Taya Clay says playing at home brings a lot of pressure, like playing in front of family. It's easier mm-hmm. to play away than at home. Teams come in from out of town and show out with no pressure. Showtime at the Apollo. Yeah, man. You, you needed the Sandman tonight, boy, because, man. Uh, Joel John says, when does Fizz get fired? Dolan involved how much? Well, I mean, it's his team. So, I mean, if he's not happy with uh, the direction of the product, he's going to make that move. And I don't know when if Fizz will be fired. I just know tonight they put him on notice. There's no doubt about it. Like, you know, this, what they did tonight, Jay Ellis, was um, not unprecedented, but I haven't seen this in a while. I haven't seen it in a while uh, when the front office comes out after 10 games and voices their displeasure with the direction of the team. I've never, I haven't seen it in a while. Phil rarely did that, even when we were going through our struggles, mm-hmm. if at all. I don't, I don't even remember. Maybe once he, he came out. I don't remember this happening this early either, man. Yeah, this is There's early. Never been ten games, and it's like, yo, we here. What's up? Yeah, I've never seen that before. Yeah, they're not happy, man. They're not happy. So, um, Fizz has definitely been put on notice. And, and hopefully, you know, I don't want to see the guy lose his job. I want to see this team improving. I want to see the young guys improving. But you can't have an effort like this, man. A brand new coach with a fairly brand new team just came in and kicked us in the teeth by damn near 30. Forget what the final score was. With two point guards. With two point guards. We were losing by 30 to that team. Come on, man. It's not, not acceptable. We got six, seven point guard, shooting guard, and we can't take it. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Hey, yeah, no post play. No, how, about, how about Frank in the post? RJ in the post? Yeah. That would be a nice I, I, aspect I, to their game, a nice aspect to their development. I just knew RJ was going to get off tonight with, with the short point guard. Yeah. What he was doing in college, p- bullying these little cats out here who yeah. was, was a little shorter than him. I just knew tonight RJ was going to bully. He might, just, he might be tired, man. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's why I said – that's why I kind of he, – He's not really bully balling right now like that. That's that's why I low key says Ricky Raw because he's been playing forty minutes a night. <laughs> yeah, he he's not really bully balling like that. He he might be tired. Man. Um, what else? I want to salute to uh, Lucas Blythe sends us a super chat. He said this team is all bark no bite. We need a leader. The Yo J Caleb show says he misses Mike Woodson. I don't, I don't miss Woods. I mean, a lot of you guys with the Woodson talk, man. <laughs> If you think Julius is bad now, wait until Mike Woodson comes and, and he oh, throws yeah. and he and he I really saw, makes a mellow. I saw Julius. <laughs> and the same thing with Mark Jackson. Yeah. All y'all want Mark yeah. Jackson. Same thing. I saw Julius. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you you'll get ISO Mook, ISO Julius all night long, man. 
over those guys. Yeah, be careful with that Woodson talk. Unless he's coming in with with you know some sort of offensive genius with the clipboard. Exactly. I, yeah. I'd stay clear. I'd stay clear. Um, back to the phones. Let's go to your territory. Let's go to Brooklyn. Regal from Brooklyn wants to talk about the defense. Regal, how you feeling? Good, good. How you guys doing? Good. All right. So, I don't know, man. Like, I personally thought uh, Jeff Hornacek was a better coach. He got on the players a little more. I feel like Fisdale is really, like, not talking to the players. I mean, he's not yelling at them. I mean, it's in New York, man. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get dirty. Got jails, got. I mean, I always felt like Jeff Hornacek was was a pretty decent offensive coach. I just didn't think that he connected with the players like uh, Fizz kind of does. Like I was playing with the idea, I, I knew it wasn't possible, but I, I was like, "Yo, keep Jeff as an offensive coordinator or something," because yeah. I don't know what the, the, but I mean, that's a far-fetched idea. But I mean, I mean, Jeff was destined to fail, man. I mean, he came in, he had to take on the triangle. The players didn't want to play yeah. it. Nobody was gonna buy into it, and and so he was doomed. He was doomed from the start. He may have been a better coach, but we don't know that. He hasn't gotten yeah, a job since. I'm just I'm just basing that off of what I saw what he did in Phoenix. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, as many moons had, ago now though. Yeah, yeah when he had free reign to do what now. he wanted. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you know, I go back to um, Lance Thomas's comments on Fizz during Nets Media Day, and I don't know if it was just, you know, Lance being a good citizen, but he came out and said that last year the players bought into what Fizz was preaching. So, you know, again, I don't know if that was him just, you know, speaking highly of him or, or really telling the truth, but he, he made it seem like they, they really bought in. That's not a runoff sentence, man. If you talk to the players, they all seem to back fizz they all really seen the back fizz but no one is not it's never produced it's yeah. never resulted in wins you can talk to mario hazonia who's getting benched every game back fizz uh morris tells you all the time that he, he likes the communication like there's a lot of players who say they love fizz and he, even when he was fired in memphis players still love fizz so i don't think it's far-fetched for him to say that but, like, it, it remains to be seen if he's a good pal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and if he can coach and not just be a friend. That's it. Uh, that, that's right, man. So, ah, oh, boy. Hey, man. It wouldn't be the Knicks if we didn't if we weren't surrounded by drama. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just wouldn't be the Knicks, man. That's yeah. why we wear the orange and blue, baby. It's not for the faint of heart, man. You know what I mean? If you can't handle the heat, you got to get out the kitchen. Facts, man. Damn, you know what I, I mean? Wins. I said 30 wins, dog. I did. 30 wins is, is very far away, and we'll be lucky if we if we match our franchise low of 17. I'm telling you, it's going to be rough, man. It's going to be <laughs> rough, man. But yeah, salute to everybody right. in the chat, man. We got over 1,100 people in here. Again, JLs, I don't know if they're Knicks fans or they just feel sorry for us or just want us to meet our <laughs> demise. Or they, or they just want us to meet our doom as Yo. Nick haters. Yeah, man. I'm shocked. I'm not going to lie. I'm shocked out here. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you, man. I, I called JLs earlier. I was like, damn, this is going to be a terrible show. Then they come out with the press conference, and I'm like, oh, we got a good one. Here we go. <laughs> we got a good one, man. And then, yeah. I, and then I already knew this was going to be bad vibes for the game because whenever the Giants play and lose, Knicks lose. Every mm-hmm. Sun- I mean, they're both in a terrible, terrible, you know, slumps right now. But Sundays just, just aren't good for me during football season with basketball season also, man. It's <laughs> rough. It, it's rough, people. You know, 
Um, so to everybody in the chat, if you guys are new in the chat, please put a hashtag new in the chat so we can shout you guys out. Derek Shepard, he says uh, he's hashtag new. Didn't even ask for it. He just called it out. Derek Shepard, appreciate it. And um, yeah, and put your cities in the chat, man. We, we have Carlos checking in from Perth, Australia. Salute to Carlos Martinez, everybody out there in Australia. Salute to you guys, uh, wherever you guys are watching from around the world. Also, Jay, I want to say one thing. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. If we have any uh, veterans in the chat, not veterans to the show, but veterans in the armed services, uh, put a hashtag vet in the chat as well. And everybody in the chat, man, just salute these people. These people put their lives on the line. They sacrifice uh, for us to do what we do here. And, and we definitely appreciate that, man. So if you're a vet, if you serve in the armed forces, definitely put hashtag vet in the chat um, so we can shout you guys out, man. Or recipes. Recipes, Papa Ellis, vet. Certainly yes, sir. Man. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. Um, let's salute to Strick. He's new from Kansas. Salute to Strick. Um, Arosa631 says he's a vet, man. So Arosa, salute to you. We got Ahmed checking in from Istanbul, Turkey. Up All late. Right. Up late. Shout yeah, out to yo, shout out to Leo the Knicks OG. Hashtag new I see you. Shout out Leo, man. Shout out Leo. Shout out to House Flan. Central okay. okay. House, House Flan never misses a show, man. And he is a vet. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, mm-hmm. man. Um, who else I want to shout out? We got Ryan Simeo checking in from Paris, France. He's up late watching. Nicholas Zayas checking in from Uruguay. Another country, man. Okay. We're, in, we're in South America live and direct, JLs. Come All on, right. man. Respect us here, man. International. We're international here, man. I like the way he's Uruguay. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta announce it properly. <laughs> I, yo, my Spanish was was hitting back in the day, man. I could have really been bilingual, but I just you know, yeah, I, I got lazy with it in school, man. I, I just went another direction, but my Spanish is sharp. Don't 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 catch me slipping, bro. My my, okay, my Spanish yo, is sharp. Yeah, man. Yo, I took eight years of Spanish, and all I can say is, uh, como te llama? Oh man, yeah, man, yeah. I'm I'm good money. I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, <laughs> right, I know. I know yeah, the corner. Definitely. And uh, <laughs> salute, salute to Joel, Jamal Simpson, hashtag vet. Uh, thank you, Jamal, for, for all your service as well. All right, back to the phones. Let's right. go to um, Ballin from Manhattan. He wants to talk about um, dots tonight. Ballin, what's going yeah. on, man? Free dot, man. Free dot. Thank you, dot. Hello? Yep. Yo, yo. Ballin going once. All right. All right. Well, shout out to Sharon M from the vet. Yeah, man. Uh, from the Navy since... Uh... Okay. <laughs> Salute to the Navy, man. Um, let's go to Stan from Jersey. Uh, he wants to talk about the game tonight. Stan, how you doing? Hello? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Um, man, I, I feel like the inconsistency definitely starts at the point guard position. I feel like this is you know, going to be a pattern. They, they, they play one good game. The next game, they get blown out. I hope, Hopefully, that doesn't become a pattern, but... I do. I do feel like DSJ um, could make an impact, and I feel like he's going to be big for this team. Um, they just got to get him going. I, I do agree with your point of throwing him in the D league and getting his legs back, but I feel like we need some kind of offense coming from that back from the backcourt, especially the position. Um, I don't know which caller said it. It was a couple callers um, before me, but I think you had a good point in saying that our backcourt is pretty pretty lackluster yeah i, I agree no. man but appreciate the call stan you know jails man I, I i was having hopes that dsj was gonna be the spark for this team to have a, a overachieving season yeah 
started out the season behind the eight ball, obviously going through personal issues, physical issues. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens when he gets back. I just don't know what to expect from him right now because uh, he's so he's so behind. Yeah, man. Definitely, man. I, I just don't like working back slow, like we said earlier. I don't want to put that much pressure on him right now with the team floundering they were. Mm-hmm. Way. I don't want New York to be looking at DSJ like they're going to save him and he's the save. No, nope. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, we got to temper the expectations, man. Yeah, man. Temper those expectations and work him slow. Let him get in the rhythm. Don't don't put the world on his shoulders. Nah. Mm-mm. Nope. True story. Got, got to temper those expectations, man. Um, mm-hmm. Who else is in here? Who else we got in here from hashtag new? We got a whole bunch of chats in here. Salute to everybody in the chat once again, man. Hit that uh, thumbs up. Sharp Black says free dot. I, I like some of Dotson's minutes tonight. Yeah, I, man. I, he, was, he was the first guard off of the bench tonight. Um, and I thought, you know, from a defensive end, um, I, I, I like that. I like throwing in Dotson first, get yeah. that defense going. Obviously, he, he still has to get back himself um, to shake the rust off. But I like that we got Dotson loose tonight. Yeah, man. That's the thing about Dotson. If he's not hitting the jumper, if he doesn't really hurt you all that bad because he still plays defense. Like, he, he kind of works hard like Frank does. Even when he gets in a mismatch, he makes those power forwards work and cause strips and cause some havoc and can make a, a decent pass every now and again when he goes in the hole and kicks it out. So yeah. I like what I saw from that. Even though he didn't shoot particularly well, it was, it was just good to see him out there. It was good to see him out there. I, I agree with you on that. Um, salute to Adrian Salinas checking in from Argentina. Buenas, Adrian. What's going on? We got Ahmed Ibrahim checking in um, from Shaolin, Staten Island. Apple Fanboy says, where's Ari? I, you know what? I don't see Ari tonight. I think I think Ari Ari must have taken a break, man. I, I don't see Ari tonight at all. I saw him in your chat. I thought I did. Was he in the chat? I think so. Um, all right, Dave. Dave, go ahead and um, and and screen some of these calls. Let's see if we, if we got Ari in here. Right now, let's go to Raekwon. He wants to talk about tonight's game. What's going on, bro? TPJ Ellis, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? How you feeling, man? Good, good, man. So we're now eight and two or more victories. <laughs> I'm no. just saying, though. But um, I know you guys seen the press conference with um Steve Mills and Scott Perry. You know, when they came up, when they came up to the press conference, I thought, you know, maybe this is the last time we're gonna see Phil's. But then I told myself, you know what, man? Like, don't give all your hopes up. But anyway, you know what? We really need to do CP and Ellis. We just need to get that consistently basketball playing, you know? I feel like, you know, the pressure is getting to the guys. Yeah. You yeah. just got to pipe down, you know? I know the New York pressure. And um, if we keep it together, man, like I really, I really want the team to play consistent, man. Once they play consistent, we could do some things. Um, and another thing is, um, you know, we need a big man to, to stop some of those um, – Shots in the paint, you know, like we're giving yeah, up so much. That's, that's hurting in us. The low post, man. It's getting crazy. Yeah. That's hurting us, man. And Appreciate so, um, the call. Another thing. Oh, sorry, man. Um, it, it's hurting us, JLs, because, you know, Taj can only do but so much. He's really a power forward. Um, we, we need a backup big man that's, that's really going to help us protect the paint. Bobby Portis is not that guy. We know that. Yeah. And, and that's hurting us, man. That's hurting us. We're very thin right now um, um, from a defensive standpoint, protecting the rim. Yeah, man, and it's really hard to find a big like it's hard to find a big man that can shoot threes and block shots, man. It's not typical. So yeah, usually one or the other for the most part. And Martin Porter gives you that one, but he doesn't give you the other. True story. 
I'm hoping Mitch will give you some when he gets back. Right. Take the three, Mitch. Take, Take it. Shoot the three, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, in, in case you guys missed it, once again, after this Knicks embarrassing loss uh, to the Cavs, Steve Mills and Scott Perry came to the podium to address the media and basically said they're not happy. That They're not happy with um, the play. They want to see more consistency, and they want to see improvement. They did give their vote of confidence for Fizz. Take that for what it's worth. But the, they are not happy. The, the front office is not happy, and I think that was a directive from Dolan. Um, Steve Mills looked pissed. Scott Perry looked bewildered. I think David Fisdale came up in his press conference. He looks extremely exhausted. And um, right now we got a mess on our hands. We, we got to get uh, this. This team's got to get it together, man. This yeah. team has to get it together. And and again, it's not. It's not. It's it's less so about wins and losses, and more so just about how you lose. You know what I mean? How you prepared? Yeah. How you? How this team chemistry is meshing? Exactly. Like, is it? Are we trending in the right direction? Is there something that we can't hang our hat on? Like, what is our identity? Are we a defensive team? Are we an offensive team? Are like we haven't really figured out what our bread and butter is really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it changes from game to game. Like usually, the good teams will have one or two. You know. Something that we can rely on. And then, you know, a wild card every now and again. Every night is a wild card, it seems like. Every night is a wild card. You just don't know what you're going to get from him. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like if, if Morris is not scoring 29, then I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea, man. No clue. All right, let's go to um, let's go to Greg from Jersey. Uh, he wants to talk about what's going on with Fizz. Greg, how you Yo. feeling, bro? Yo, what's up, fellas? Good, how you doing, Yo, man? Yep, yeah, yeah, we hear loud and clear, hey, bro. Go ahead. Hey, so um, yeah, no, just about uh, a fizz. I, I don't understand what the uh, what the disconnect is, and I'm trying to put it together. But is it possible that we have a lot of new young guys on this team? You guys too? Are they looking at fizz like, man, this guy hasn't won nothing in the league? He got fired the first year out of Memphis, and he's just a loser coach. So is is it possible that he's lost the team already? Um, and, and also too, just what happened to that dog mentality that they were talking about coming into the year? Yeah. When I see a dog mentality, I, I think of the '90s, you know, early 2000 Knicks. Is when you come down a hole, they take your head off, man. Like if they could lose, but at least they lose with some pride and dignity. Like these guys are just getting run out of the gym almost every night, man, and it's embarrassing. It, it, it is embarrassing, man. And but you know what, Jails is like. The, the, the dogs were there on Friday. Yeah, the dog. It, it, but again, you ju- again, it's back to consistency. You're just not getting it night in and night out. You're just not getting that that consistent effort. Yeah, that's the best. The frustrating part. We're not getting that consistent effort. We need some guys to be held accountable for when they do things not right, and not just the rookies, not just Trier. You know, if Randall is doing this crazy turnover thing. Ben gotta Hamlet, hold, yeah, gotta hold him accountable. Got you're, not, you're not passing the ball like you want to. You have your goals of 300 passes a game, like you said. Bench Morris. I don't care if he's calling you at 2 a.m. Bench him. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. And we have players with potential here who can do some things, but you have to motivate them sometimes. They can't just all be chummy-chummy every time. True, true story, man. True story indeed. Um, salute to Marcus, that guy again for the Super Chat. Salute to Tyre Morris um, for the Super Chat. He says Fizz got his verbal warning tonight. He is officially on level one. 
caps. Yep. Yeah, that's that's for damn sure. Um, who else in the chat? What's what's going on with everybody? Adrian says you probably speak Dominican. That's that ain't Spanish. <laughs> yeah, hey, he's, he's trying to clown my Spanish, man. He's trying to clown oh, my Spanish. Yeah. yeah, it's all good, man. I'm uh, <laughs> listen. I, I I can I can survive. Trust me, I can go to Argentina and survive. Trust me, man. Let him know. <laughs> Ghost Ghost is supreme in the chat. He says hashtag new BX New York representing, and he wants Mark Jackson now. The Mark Jackson hive is buzzing, JLs. Oh lord. I, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, I don't Where's know. Beach pursuit. Screw this. <laughs> yeah, for real. Factuals, factuals. All right, let's get a couple more calls and then we'll wrap up. Um, Sergio from Jersey, what's going on, man? You up next? Yo, what up, fellas, man? I want to first say that, yo, love your show. As much as I love Alan Hearn and Wally's pristine pushback, Thank you, man. you cats are my go-to for the post game. Thank you, man. Oh, now, man. I'm going to come at this with a different perspective, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, Knicks fans don't want to understand this, but the Knicks haven't won since the year I was born. And I've been watching these guys for a long time. As Knicks fans, we have to take some responsibility, not for the players' play, but for what's going on with the Knicks. Because... Firing Fisdale right now would be a disaster. That would put us back five years, at least. What do you think RJ is going to do? He's going to want to leave. Nah, he's going to want to leave. Nobody wants to keep going through this. But as Knicks fans, we're always quick to be like, fire this guy, get him out. Yo, Brett Brown just spent five years losing more games than anybody, and Philadelphia is a powerhouse. And nobody's calling for this guy's job. You know what I'm saying? Fisdale don't have the players. No. We're the worst shooting three-point team. Any team that has good three-point shooters, we fall behind and we cannot catch up. You know what I'm saying? It's not so much about Fizz. You know what I'm saying? We need to just chill, get some perspective. Mitch wasn't playing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Without Mitch, we got no no post-D. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're watching this over and over and over. But as Knicks fans, you know what? You know, this is an unpopular perspective. But, yo, dude, we kind of got to take some part of that. Because we always quit to run and do it out of town. We never want to give the players a chance. We never want to give the coaches a chance. I know everybody's frustrated. I am. You are, Jay Ellis is. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just can't hear this again. Get rid of this guy again because we're going to be back to square one. Yeah. And we never gonna progress. Bro. I hate you. I it's, hate it's you, bro. Horrible. It's horrible. I, I, I hate you, man. I, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to get back to square one again. I hear Sergio's yeah, point. It's not good from a stability standpoint. It's not good when you're trying to make an impression on on your young guy like a R.J. Barrett. Um, the thing is, again, you know, people point to the talent, and people point again. It's a lot of teams in transition right now. This Cavs team is in transition. You know what I mean? Yeah, we how many times are we gonna keep using that excuse? There's a lot of new teams trying to get it together. You have a new Cavs team with a new new coach who came in and kicked us in the teeth in our building. That that's just not gonna go, and that's why you had the press conference tonight, JLS. Yeah, man. Like as bad as we are right now, like we're not supposed to be this bad. We are not supposed to be this bad. We're supposed to be bad, but not this bad. This might have been acceptable last year, uh-huh. but this year there's a little bit more expectation, man. This is not you're not built. You doesn't really built to tank fully this year. It's yeah. a half tank team, mm-hmm. not a full tank team. You're on full tank mode right now, and this is early third week of the season. Like, I agree, is, I agree. But, I understand though. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, but you know, listen. I to his point, Brett Brown was considered a dead man walking for a long time. 
before, you know, they got all their ducks in a row and they got all their pieces together, all their lottery pieces that they tanked for. And 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 now he's straight. You know what I mean? Now you don't hear a peep from him. Now it's it's Philly's on, you know, cl- clicking on all cylinders. Yeah. So I feel you. It's, but it's a chicken or egg type of thing, man. It's a chicken or egg was type like, of thing. I don't know. I don't know Philly's record off the top from year to year. Oh, they were bad. They they were bad, bro. I mean, they were, tr- but they were tanking like deliberately though. They were. <laughs> I, I, I mean, they were trotting out second round picks. And that's you know, that, you know, undrafted players. They they were picking up people off of Broad Street, just you know, from the cheesesteak spot. Like, yo, you want to play basketball? You know, throwing I, it in Jersey. I remember the whole trust the process, but it's like, you know, what it is? It's, it's all about expectation, CP. It's all about expectation. Like they expected to stink. They expected to stink because they was doing that. They were getting second round players and all this mess. We purposely went after veterans this year. It's true. It's true. We purposely went after veterans for a reason to shore up some things, to teach these guys some things, to win more games, and it's not happening. Right. You're right. So, we, and so like. The, the, the the thing is, the bar is still low. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like we're not the fan base isn't expecting to win, get to the playoffs. We're expecting thirty games. <laughs> it's true. It's a true story, man. Um, I'm looking at Philly's. I'm looking at Philly's uh, record during that stretch. So they had the first year of Brett Brown's tenure. Let me just. Make this a little bit bigger. And I'm going through it um, with you guys as we go along. So this first year was 2013-14. First year was 2013-14. They went 19-63. and The next year was when I believe, um, which year did they get in B? They went 18-64 in 2014. 2015, they won 10 games. They won 10 games. 2016, they won 28 games. And then now they're gangbusters. They're winning 50-plus each of the last two seasons. Jeez. So when did they get Embiid? Let's see. Was it 2015? Let's see the 2014 roster. Um, I mean, look at these names. Larry Drew. Mm. Isaiah Kanan. Good player, but he's an international player. Furkan Aldemir. Drew Gordon. Jeremy Grant. Chris Johnson. Malcolm Lee. Luke Embamute. KJ Daniels. (laughs) JaVel (laughs) McGee. Nerlens Noel. Jason Richardson, Glenn Robinson, Thomas Robinson. They had Sved, Alexei Sved. He was a Nick. Oh, there you go. Henry Sims was a Nick. I mean, these guys were all off the G League roster. Look at the Tony Roten. I mean, they had Alex. They had Sved, so they should have lost. They should have at least won. They, they had Tony Roten. They had all our all our uh, kickbacks. Yeah, man. Tim hey, Fraser. Was this was this was twenty uh, fourteen fifteen. They won eighteen games. Hmm. All right, so this is when they were on full blown tank mode. Like, yeah, it seems obvious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You look at that Ross, it's obvious. They had no expectation. Um, twenty fifteen, they had they drafted Jaleel Okafor, so they had Okafor and New Orleans Noel. They won ten games. Twenty fifteen, their twenty fifteen tank was pretty solid. Right. Nobody, no, no veterans. Facts. All young guys and Elton Brand. Facts. Elton Brand was probably was that injury prone Elton Brand. Yeah, basically. <laughs> 2016 um, was when they drafted Embiid, and they and they ended up winning 28 games that took that uh, 2016 year, and then obviously 2017 was when they drafted Ben Simmons. They started winning some more games. They won 52 games. Yeah, J- J- Jared Bayless. They had um, 
J.J. Reddick was on that team, Ben Simmons, Embiid. So, yeah, I mean, Expectations, man. <laughs> listen, this guy survived a 10-win season, man. This guy survived a 10-win season, bro. Yeah, he did. So. The expectation was different. The expectation was different. Like, no one expected to win. We yeah. were planning to tank multiple years. True story. The True. expectation is to win 20-something games this year. That, that's it. We're not even hitting that. That that is it, man. Um, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Uh, on the reset, CP from Knicks Fan TV, my man JLs from Nick of Time Show. We are um, this is Knicks Therapy. This is turned into Knicks Therapy. Uh, yeah. We're hearing from a lot of angry callers, a lot of angry Knicks fans. It's frustrated night, let down off of Friday nights. You know, this is what it is, man. The highs and lows is what it's all about. About being a Knicks fan. If you're still with us, hey, man. <laughs> two, two thumbs up to you guys uh, Hit that thumbs up button for you boys Please support us Also remember this show is available in audio podcast format If you ever miss the show Right after on YouTube You can always catch the show The next morning In audio format Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher All under Knicks Fan TV um, If TN, TM or one of my mods can throw the link In uh, in the chat So the people can, can uh, access that on their favorite podcast platform. If you guys use iTunes as your platform, please leave us a review of the show, an honest review of the show. Again, all these things goes a long way in supporting us. So uh, we definitely appreciate it. All right, JLs. Let's go to, um, you know, we're going to go to overseas for the closer. Okay. No, I'm going to take two more calls. I'm going to take two more calls. I want to go to Ireland first. My man, Alex Collins, he doesn't call in all the time. But he's calling in. It's very late in Ireland, and and that's our dude, man. Alex, how you feeling? That's man? my guy, man. Alex is my guy. What up, man? Hey guys, how's it going? Good, man. How how, how you feeling? I had to call in. I was, I was I'm not too bad. Uh, you know, like it's not easy staying up so late for a loss like tonight, <laughs> yeah. but you know, has to be done. Part, yeah. part of the job. <laughs> I've I've wanted to call in for a while. I've wanted to call in for a while, and I've been looking for an excuse to, and I couldn't take a one tonight, except for I remembered that it's uh, Jay Ellis's birthday, so I wanted to call in. Yay! I wish Jay Ellis a happy birthday. Thanks, man. It's uh, it's his birthday where I it's his birthday where I am at the moment, but uh, I think it's like another thirty minutes or so until it is there. So I just wanted to call in, and that was going to be my my reason to call in. All right, no doubt, man. Yeah, man. Happy birthday, Jay Ellis. And, and, and Alex, um, you coming in when March is first week of March or something? Uh, around then, yeah. Okay. We're on the first week of March. All right, no doubt, man. Well, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll so, definitely uh, link up well, and and uh, get you in the studio, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to that. All right, man. Just, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Couple, couple of really quick points. Mm-hmm. Uh, very unpopular opinion. Uh, I don't think Perry should be fired. Okay. Uh, I don't think Fizdale should be fired hastily. I don't mind if he goes, but I think it'd probably be a, a good idea to keep him until the uh this this hard stretch that we're about to come into until like mid January is finished. Because I think you're kinda of setting up any uh future coach or interim coach for failure if you're just bringing him in before that tough uh stretch that yeah, we're about to have. Uh I think I think Mills is basically solidified where he is. He's yeah. not going to be fired by uh, Dolan. Mm-mm. And uh, I think that while he's there, uh, 
you're going to be limited to the caliber of GM that you're going to be able to attract. And I think uh, Perry, I don't think he's as bad as people are saying he is this year. I don't think he's as good as people said he was last year. I think he's just an average, adequate GM. And, uh, you know, he, he took a shot this year and it kind of didn't work out. But uh, I think he should be given a little bit more time. Uh, I don't expect to get anyone much better than him, to be honest. Okay. So that's just how I about the whole situation. Good, good stuff, man. I listen. I I agree. I I definitely agree with him, JLS. I don't want to get rid of Perry just yet. I don't see. I don't see what the the angst is with Perry, man. Perry just got here, man. I mean, he's been here what two, three years. This mm-hmm. was his first free agency. Again, I agree with what he said. You control what you can control. Once Katie and them were out the window, you had all this money that you had to spend. Again, it's not to say we don't know who were the guys that who were the there secondary targets that they really wanted you know i'm sure they wanted jj reddick i'm sure you know yeah. maybe they i i just don't know jail so i can't yeah i can't put this whole thing on him in terms of how this roster was con- composed constructed i love the draft picks so far based on mm-hmm. who we have and who we could have yeah. gotten I, I like the draft picks so far yeah. he's two for two in the draft in my opinion yeah. and so that all has to be taken into account and on the fizz thing i'm with alex like i I I won't mind if they if they can him, but it's just like I I'm not re- I I just don't I'm not really trying to see it so hastily. You know I feel I mean? you. It sits it sits back in my soul. I, we kind of mentioned that earlier. Like bare minimum mid season, bare minimum man. Bare I, minimum. I hate I hate I just hate the oh man I just hate the turnover so bad. Yeah, I, that's the only thing I don't I, like that. I don't I like hate, it, man. I hate setting that precedent, man. Yeah. I just, I hate it. I, hate I, it. I, I agree, man. I agree. But salute to Alex Collins. Good points. Um, I want to shout out Alexander Lopez checking in from Cebu City in the Philippines, JLS. Okay. All the way. Yeah, all the way, man. And um, there was another guy in here, hashtag new. I think his name was Don. Something like lost the name. Let me see if I find it. Give me two seconds. Or shout out to Craig Williams for the super chat. And shout okay. out to everybody wishing me happy birthday. My birthday's actually Monday. Which is in thirty minutes. Yeah, there you yeah. go, man. But yeah, shout yeah shout out to that and shout out to House of Flan whose birthday is also is today. Okay, shout out, uh, shout out Alex from House Flan House Flan right. Mm-hmm. House uh, Flan yeah. House Flan shout out House Flan is also uh, their birthday as well, man. Happy birthday, J. Ellis. I'm sorry the Knicks couldn't get you a uh, W. Fact, yeah, but, but it's all good, man. We'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll definitely celebrate um, at some point. Okay, all right, here we go. We, we're gonna take one more call and get out of here. Um, let's go to Brady from Long Island. Um, Brady, how you feeling, man? What's going on, guys? How you feeling? Good. How you doing, bro? Good, man. First of all, Jay Ellis, happy birthday, man. Big fan of the show. Thanks, man. A uh, couple points I wanted to uh, – a couple things I wanted to talk about. Uh, you know, we could sit here and talk about, you know, we need this, we need that, we need a point guard. Let's face it, man, this team needs a lot of things. And uh, I think one of the main things that we need is a real bona fide established leader. I think tonight it showed that, you know, without a leader, we fall into these holes and we, we can't crawl back. And, you know, we could talk about Morris and Randall being the guy that is supposed to lead this team, but, you know, I just don't see it. I, I think we need... You know, I'm I'm hoping that RJ can turn out to be, you know, everything we hope he is, and he could be the focal point of this team. But 
I think the biggest thing we're missing right now is a leader. Yeah. Yeah. God bless Without Mark. a doubt. <laughs> yeah, Mook, Mook is trying to do it, man. He, he's trying to do it, but I don't know. I, I definitely agree yeah. with Brady's sentiments, man. I, I think that the lack of leadership certainly shows um, on nights like this. But, you know, I, res, I respect some of these guys. Like, I, I respect Taj as a leader. I definitely respect Morris as a leader. Um, I think what he's saying is you need you need that leadership to reflect on the court. Yeah. On the exactly. court. You know, performance-wise. Performance-wise, exactly. And it's like... Morris can score on certain nights, but can Morris make other people better? That like that's that's the thing. Can Morris make other people better? Can he be an emotional leader? Can he rally the troops when things get down? Like we need all of that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. hopefully, we, we, right now, we just need to get it collectively. We need somebody. Get somebody else. We need a leader who can, you know, get other people better. Maybe a separate leader who's able to lead people emotionally. Because I don't know if we have it all in one person on this team right now. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Jay Ellis, man. And um, let me get it over to you to um, close out. And uh, Jay Ellis, man, it's on you, bro. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is, man. If you like the Nick of Time show, definitely um, have my own pie with my own friends. And we, we talk Nick's. Every week on Tuesdays on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can find it links descriptions in my YouTube description right there. And also, you can wait till Wednesday to see the whole video on youtubecom show. You can see the last episode of the Nick Time Show in its entirety. If you just click that little eye in the corner, check us out. And if you love it, just spread the word, man, so you help us grow. And yeah. And also, you know what? If you want to check out the blog, check out the blog at thedicktimeshow.com. Um, you, now, you can now see the videos on the blog as well, the Dick Time Show and Posting Live. So that's updated on my website right now. And you know what? If you're interested in writing too, you thought about writing, you might want to give it a try. Um, I'm not promise you that you can write for us, but we'll check you out and see if you can grow with us and take over the world. That is all. Back to you, CP. Yes, sir. Appreciate the show, JLs. Happy birthday once again. And uh, to everybody watching, we got over 1,200 people watching us tonight, man. Late, late, late uh, for a Knicks loss. It goes a long way, man. Salute to everybody that watched. Please hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Um, remember, this show is available in audio podcast format. Share this video with the hashtag PostGameNYK on Twitter, and we'll put you in our private Twitter DM chat. Goes on if you want to keep the conversation going. There's, we got about 200 people in the Twitter DM groups kind of split up into different uh, sections, so it's a good time. Um, support the show. There's merchandise using the link below. Get your merch. Hopefully, Mitch comes back, man. We need those Mitch Please oh, yeah, we need that to, to register. And once again, this show is available in audio podcast format, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and Amazon Alexa, all under uh, Knicks Fan TV. All right, so once again, Jails, let's um, salute to some people as we get out of here. Definitely want to salute all the mods. Thanks again for all your hard work. Johnny Luciano, appreciate it. Smokestack, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Anthony Parasol says, happy birthday, Jails. Salute to Anthony. Thousand, man. Peter Carpio says, great show, even though it's a loss. Thank you, Peter, for supporting. Thanks. And uh, Nick DeMonte, appreciate it. Response team, appreciate it. Also, um, somebody in here said, Mitch, please salute to that guy as well, man. You know you know the right. motto, man. Go hey, ahead, man. JLs. Man, yo, shout out, yo, shout out to all the mods who hold me down, Craig. Uh, Craig sings for the shoot attack. Uh, they call me Tackle is holding us down. Rick Harrison, oh, I see you out there holding down too, baby, man. 
Master Visionary, I see you. Will from LI, always hook it down, man. Salute, Love Will. You. Peace, Will. Yeah, man. Reg, Ice. Everybody's in the chat supports Nick TV, Nick, Nick Time Show, Sherwin M. Shout out to all y'all. Much love. Goonies, all you guys. Yeah, man. Tuesday night, Knicks. We're back at it. You know where it is. Right back here. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Hey, the front office has put everybody on notice. Knicks mm-hmm. go to Chicago Tuesday night. Let's see how they respond. Must we'll win. see you guys then. Must win. Thanks for supporting us. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.